Welcome to Endorphasmic, where we talk about all things endorphasm. I'm your hostess, Erica Porter, and we are one week in to our endorphasm on the road to, to, to share and spread the endorphasm message of what the endorphasm is. The endorphasm is the moment, the point during physical exertion that you feel all things are possible and movement is is anything it it's if it moves you and it makes you feel the power of the feeling the feeling of the power that is the movement for you that is the movement for you and it's not about working out as a punishment to try to undo our eating it's not about how we look because that changes from year to year can it change your body absolutely it can i've witnessed it with thousands of people i've witnessed it with myself but that's not the power of what endorphasm is it is the feeling it is what empowers you to be a better human to follow your dreams, to be passionate, to be a decent human being. When we connect with ourselves like that on a physical level, it is incredible. And so we're spreading the message of what endorphasm is, but we are also spreading the message of the Endorphasm Foundation moving through cancer. I am year two into my stage four breast cancer diagnosis. For some, people always ask me, oh, well, are you in remission? Um, have you recovered? Um, and it's kind of fun. And, and I really didn't know what a stage four diagnosis meant. Um, but it means that there is no cure. It is treatable. It is eventually what will end up killing me um, unless I get hit by a bus or some you know tragic event happens. But nonetheless, um, but... I will control the aspects of my life that I can control, and moving through cancer is one of them. The benefits, the the mindset of the endorphasm is powerful, and the Endorphasm Foundation empowers individuals to move past obstacles in their life by embracing the profound healing, the profound healing power of the endorphasm and community. And healthcare was designed with diseases, not people at its center, and, and I want to change that. So our, our mission is to engage and recruit oncology clinicians to recommend their patients move through cancer so that the individual retains control over a critical aspect of their care. Their bodies are theirs. You relinquish so much of your, your power to the medical community, like I hope that they get this right. And the medical community does an amazing job, but their focus is on that disease, not you, not you. So the main thing is then ensuring that these individuals are connected to the appropriate community-based programs. And Endorphasm, the Red Room, provides services free of charge to cancer patients. But listen, it's not just limited to the Richmond, Virginia area. And I, I really want to talk about, I know that people experience overwhelming fatigue and a decline in muscle mass. However, however, I know firsthand 
and and not only knowing firsthand, but it's founded in science that regular movement during and after cancer treatment can improve your quality of life. And movement is something that you, you the individual, you control that. So the deconditioning and failure of people's body systems are really due to their lack of movement. And movement is providing your body the environment that it needs to fight the disease and the toxicities of treatment. And many in the medical world agree about the ideas of movement and how it affects cancers, cancer and patients being treated for and recovering from the disease, yet it's not being implemented as standard practice of care. And there is plenty of literature that indicates that exercise controls disease progression, that it enhances physical functioning and psychosocial outcome, and the evidence supports the positive effects of movement before, during, and after cancer therapy. And movement can help people endure chemotherapy, and regular physical activity can improve cognitive function. And people have been making the link between movement and good health for centuries. But it's just recent that people have been paying attention to the evidence on its impact on specific diseases and longer life. And I think that that's, you're going to see more and more publications that talk about um, longevity. And, and for me, the conversation is not even longevity. It is quality of life while you're battling, while, you know, after treatment, if, if you're someone like me who will be in treatment for the rest of your life, what does the quality of your life, what, what is that? And the field of exercise oncology has exploded and it has found consistent and compelling evidence that moving plays an important role in cancer control. 150 minutes of weekly movement 150 minutes of weekly movement, it dramatically improves survival. And that's basically 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day. It, it changes us at a molecular level and it can lessen the debilitating side effects of treatment. It can extend survival. I mean, these are facts. I don't know what you know, what conversation people are having <laughs> with, with their oncologist. But if you're not having a conversation about what you can do to control a certain aspect of your care, self-care, um, you should be having those conversations. Exercise oncology programs are growing across the country to promote survival and physical improvement during, uh, during treatment. But for me, it's not happening widely enough. And in my personal opinion, I would not want to um, engage in some kind of movement program, exercise program, workout, whatever you want to call it. I like to call it movement because it's not work. 
And um, an exercise is a new term, right? We've been moving since the beginning of time. Should be outside of cancer treatment centers because if it's the patients to control, it should be in an environment that's different than their cancer treatment. It should be something that becomes a part of their life apart from the cancer treatment. And while some newly diagnosed cancer patients might resist the advice to move, I'm going to tell you, it's not just me, it's experts, right, that are convinced that being fit for the onset of therapy will enhance resilience and help individuals cope with the side effects of treatment. I mean, that's not just me. I don't, I know firsthand that it does. And I get somebody just wanting to pull the covers over their head and hide, but movement is more important now than ever. Movement is going to vary. For some cancer patients undergoing treatment, resistance training might be more valuable for those with muscle loss than aerobics, and aerobics might be more helpful or more helpful for patients who are also at risk for heart disease. It is better to do something than nothing. I promise you that. Even if you just walk up and down your street or you walk up and down the stairs more frequently, just think about what changes do I need to make to improve my chances of survival and to improve my overall well-being and my ability to cope with my disease. Movement is powerful. The endorphasm is real. The endorphasm is about the power of the feeling, the feeling of the power. I've watched it. I've watched it transform people. I have been doing this close to 30 years. I have witnessed how powerful it is. Disease or not diseased, it is powerful. If you are an individual that was recently diagnosed, and even if it's not a cancer diagnosis, whatever it is, just happens to be that my mission with the foundation is with cancer patients, but I'm happy to talk with you. I am happy to engage your communities. I'm happy to come and speak personally and to to move with you guys and to be a part of your journey. I am here. And you know, it's it, it's funny because, you know, I always try to find kind of like-minded people and it's really difficult in the cancer community because it's for a lot of people it either becomes the total existence is is cancer and so you know everything they post is about their cancer journey and everything and and i, I don't think of myself as a and i think i've said this before in podcasts is i really don't think of myself as a cancer patient i think that would be the last i don't even think that I mean, if I'm talking to someone and I'm, and I'm letting them get to know me or, you know, they're asking me questions, that's not really part of my conversation. Now, I will answer if people ask me questions regarding my cancer journey, um, but that's such a, it's the smallest part of my, my journey. And, you know, I try to do the things I'm supposed to do. I have to go get my blood work drawn. I've got to get my scans. They got to make sure that everything is stable, you know, that yada, yada, yada. 
But I guess the reason more that the cancer conversation exists is because I'm I'm trying to change the conversation of what it is to be a cancer patient and how an individual can empower themselves. And I I have an answer for you. I know. All right, I'm going to tell you because otherwise I'll just keep going on and on. Um, some of the little snacks that I found in my going plant-based. And by the way, I want you to know that a plant-based diet is way cheaper. So I get a lot of uh, dried legumes and I'll soak them overnight and I make amazing recipes where, by the way, are like $4 to feed three people. And it's three very hungry people. It's not like, you know, each of us is um, a family of four. So um, it's so cheap. It is so cheap. It's so delicious. And I feel amazing. I really feel amazing. Rhythm, organic beet chips, beet chips, beet chips. It's hard for me to read. Um, so yummy. Just a little snack. So the it's got uh, organic beets. It's got a little bit of, I mean, it's got oil in it. I'm sure that they dust the chips with oil when they dehydrate them or bake them. But Snacks full of life. I really like it. So it's uh, Rhythm Organic Beet Chips. And then, oh my God, because I've been making bowls and all kinds of different things. I'll do like um, avocado and quinoa and um, spinach and uh, what else do I put in there? Like um, baked tofu and just, and then I'll sprinkle on, um, so it's Saffron Road, crunchy chickpeas. Oh my God, they're delicious. And I love a little bit of crunch and texture. So I'll, I'll sprinkle on, I really like the Korean barbecue, delicious. And then recently being out here in LA, I went to Whole Foods to pick up some things. I needed some just little snack stuff while I'm, if you know, if I'm in my room or if I'm um, shooting or helping. And it is Lark Ellen Farm. Now I will tell you that I ate the entire package of this. I couldn't stop. I sprinkled it over yogurt, and I just kept sprinkling it over the yogurt. But it's Lake Ellen Farm Sprouted Trail Mix. It's the sweet and salty, and it's literally, I'm going to tell you the ingredients, organic sprouted almonds, organic sprouted cashews, organic pump pumpkin seeds, organic maple syrup, organic raisins, fair trade organic dark chocolate, which is made with coconut sugar, chocolate liqueur, cocoa butter, organic unsulfured, unsweetened dried cherries, organic coconut, organic uh, vanilla extract, and sea salt. And holy shit, if this was not amazing. Like this has got to become part of mine. Either I'm going to have to figure out how to make it, um, but I thought it was delicious. Really, really amazing. And it's made in Ojai, California. Those are my three little, you know, try to find some things. My call to action for you guys is if I, I would love to, you know, I, I love to talk about this. I love to talk about the endorphasm mindset and what that means and what the endorphasm is and the power of the feeling, the feeling of the power and the fact that the human body was designed to move. And I love to talk about 
our mission at the Indoor Fasten Foundation of empowering individuals to sharpen their mind and body focus and reach beyond their perceived limitations and accomplish their goals by combining the healing power of the Indoor Fasten community. Self-empowerment promoted through movement. It generates a renewed hope now and for the future. And that is powerful. I'm telling you, it's powerful. Our vision is to facilitate empowerment through fitness outside the traditional model. We have all witnessed triumph through fitness. The hopeless become hopeful. The sick return to health and the frustrated find reasons to smile. And the Endorphasm Foundation empowers individuals to move past obstacles in their life by embracing the profound healing power of community and fitness movement, fitness movement, by promoting self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-esteem through fitness, we will generate a new meaning and sense of value for life. And I believe that in the cancer community, I believe that beyond the cancer community, and Endorphasm is really about a brand that you can feel. Yes, we are a gym in Richmond, Virginia. If you're looking to unleash your inner athlete, join us. Join us in the Red Room. We have a unique approach to HIT, and it's designed to bring you to Endorphasm, the foundation empowering individuals to move past obstacles in their life by embracing the profound healing power of the endorphasm community. And myself, I'm part of that brand of unleashing the endorphasm mindset. And I go out and I give provocative and inspiring and always entertaining talks about what endorphasm is and how it can change your life. And remember that the human body was designed to move and that your human body is no exception. It's difficult. I get when people have never moved before, but it's difficult until it's not. Just like everything else in life, you can do it. But the piece of it that is more important is you can feel it that power of the feeling, the feeling of the power, right? When every nerve is alive and your greatest passion is front and center and your mind feeding you, strengthening your body and spirit, that is the endorphasm. That is the superpower within each and every single one of us. It is a movement. It is a mindset. It is a feeling. You guys have the power to reach out to me. I make myself incredibly accessible. So don't forget, we still have many weeks here on the road. I'm in Los Angeles until Saturday, busy with the WOW superheroes, the WOW Women of Wrestling, WOWE.com. If you're in the area, go to the website and get some free tickets and come out and check us out. It is an amazing experience. Talk about the endorphasm like, woo! Yes, I love this shit. I love this shit. But we will be in the Chicago area July 16th, 17th, and 18th. Then in, if I'm pronouncing correctly, in Marquette. And then, you know, we're willing to kind of go anywhere. 
So love you all. Love, health, and happiness. And always much respect.